When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. Number one pick in the NHL draft with the men that can't seem to stump. Do something dumb, that's an observation. CLT make them need to run. I'm every trash, EMT for short. Wonder if we best once you peep the score. Up at the crack of dawn, top stories of the morning. While you yawn and grab your coffee, rise to shine with 98.7. This is drop time. We provide highlights from your favorite teams. Got David Rick making plenty of picks. It's rule 76. All right, now it is Friday morning. I love the Friday morning. DNR with you, 9870 ESPN. Football Friday, Knicks Friday. I say good morning to my compatriot, my partner in crime, the great Rick DiPietro. Good morning, Rick. How are you? Uh, good morning, David. I'm fantastic. Let's get it out of the way now. I think we just right off the yeah, bat. Uh, you, you know what? I, I've, been, I've been holding it. I've been saving it. I didn't make mention of it. Why don't you do me a favor, if you would? Why don't you open up your book? And why don't you tell me the latest hot, the, the, not not hot take, genius, brilliant hot take that we had on the show, please? Yeah, but at this point, is it even a hot take? It's just a guarantee. I mean, should we just start calling these Dave Dave Rothenberg's guarantees? Um, I, I don't know that it's a guarantee, but but could you could you be a deer and, and and go ahead, please? Well, let's go back quickly. Yeah, because the second Jim Harbaugh was hired by the Los Angeles Chargers, I went back into my book. Of Dave's hot takes. Mm -hmm. Back to November 3rd. Yeah. 2023. The 3rd of November. The 3rd of November, where Dave predicted John Harbaugh will, uh, Jim Harbaugh will leave Michigan and he'll be the head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. That, my friend, was correct. That's right. Dave Rothenberg also said the Eagles will not win a playoff game. Also came true. Right. And now, as I sit here today, in awe, really, of my best friend, my warm blanket, someone would say, says to me that... Not to you, to every, to everyone. Everyone. But, to everyone. Uh, but for, I think e- it was for it, everyone to, to really envelop. Okay, but what I meant was, it was in response to the question I asked you once Alcarez was out. Mm-hmm. I said, does this mean another Australian Open title for Djokovic? Djokovic? And you said, no, 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 my friend. Open up your book. Yeah, he will be upset by center. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. Oh. Now, mind you, I can hear the people. Oh, it's not that impressive. I mean, center's been playing great tennis. Do you realize that Djokovic has been to the semifinals of the Australian Open ten separate occasions and never not won the title? That's what makes it so damn spicy. Spicy. Oh. Sinner last night. I wish I could have stayed up for it. I made a set and I was like, I'm, I can't. I'm done. Sinner. In four, beats Djokovic. Shocking. Not to you. To many. That's right. But not to me. 
And did, did, I don't know if you saw the people that were tweeting that, you know what? I put a little money down on it, Dave, because you I said saw that. This. Well, you know what? Now you have a little more money than you did when the, when the match started. So we got that. And on top of that, this football Friday, where we'll go around the league, we'll have the frenzy and everything else. Yeah. And this better be a good one because this is, I mean, this is championship weekend. The penultimate weekend. We also have R.J. Santillo and David Rothenberg tied, mm-hmm. tied in the NFL picks with three games left to pick. And myself and Andres Santiago uh-huh. tied at the top. That's right. This is a big. This is a big show. This is a big day. It's going to be bouncy. We got the Giants drama to get into. We got the Knicks sensation to get into, and it's a football Friday. And we got plays of the week. And we got stuff you missed. And we got the Super Box Bonanza. It's a lot, and I'm ready. <laughs> you you sound as ready for a show as I've ever heard you. Uh, I feel pretty good today. Yeah. I've already had a couple cups of coffee. I had a little Celsius. I'm good. What's, Didn't realize there was that much caffeine in the Celsius, but... What's, uh, what's Celsius? Oh, it's delicious. Really? Oh, yeah. Delicious little uh, energy drink. And now it's got you a little bouncy? Uh, that, with that plus the, cu- the cup of coffee that I just uh, smashed. Yep. Little jittery. All right. Well, listen, I'm going to do, do my best to keep you from going off the rails today. Um... So, yes, a prediction comes true, hot take, love it, and we're right, and we move forward. Um, I got to tell you, I'm I'm changing my viewpoint now on the Knicks. That would last, and I, and I know there are people in NBA circles, it's it's the fifth game of a five-game road trip for Denver, and they're worn down, and you know what, that's fine. That's not my concern. I, I don't care. The Knicks went out last night and bludgeoned, bludgeoned what I consider to be the best team in the Western Conference. No doubt, the defending NBA champions. And they bludgeon them. And we'll get into it. And the trade and the fact that OG is like plus in every game that he plays, right? The plus minus. But I'm changing my expectations. I'm not looking at this now and saying, and I'm not saying they're going to win an NBA title or go to the Eastern Conference Finals, but no longer am I looking at this and saying, you know, four, five, six. No, you know what, Rick? I want the two. I want the two seed in the Eastern Conference because there's not a game I look at in the regular season that the Knicks can't win. This is an excellent basketball team, and the thing I love about them is they bring it to win every single night. So Philadelphia, three games in the loss right there. Milwaukee, four games in the loss, not far off. I want the two seed. So let me get this straight. Yeah. Before the season, Mm -hmm. you asked me, what do you expect from the Knicks? And I said... You know, somewhere between three and five, and you yelled at me like three. I, I didn't and yell to the three. I don't. Uh, no, I don't think I yelled. I think I was having a conversation. You had a stern talking to to me, and now all of a sudden you want the two seed. Well, look at what they're doing. Well, I, I'm seeing is, what is they're the, doing. Is there a game that they play that you don't think to yourself they can win this game? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. But I, I don't necessarily know if I would use last night as the reason. I mean. They're playing elite basketball. Yes. They're playing elite defense. Jalen Brunson is a star. Randall is playing at an incredible level. OG adds a tremendous dimension. DiVincenzo is a terrific addition. Hart. I mean, you're not even playing with, with either of your first two centers when Hartenstein comes back, which hopefully will be tomorrow against Miami. I mean, this team right now, and again, I'm not thinking NBA championship, but this team right now has it all going on as we sit here in late January. Right, and I think Dante DiVincenzo said it right. He said, game plan going in, knowing this was their, you know, 
fifth game on a five game road trip. Right. And listen, they had a day off in between too, so let's not. This was not a back to back situation. But he said, "We'll punch first, which they did, and we'll see if they'll lay down." And they did. And they punch first, and I mean, outside of Jokic, who ends up getting poked in the eye, that I mean, was you awful. saw uh, you saw Jamal Murray, like OG was all up in him, and he's like, "Oh God, it's gonna be one of those nights." Which is again one of the reasons why. I mean, when you look at this trade, I mean, have you ever? T- tell me the last time you see the trade work as well as the OG trade is working right now. It's awesome. It, <laughs> and you know, the the funny thing is, when I saw the trade, my immediate reaction, and and you always have that like immediate reaction. It's not always accurate. My immediate reaction is, oh boy. Like, oh, boy, you traded a lot. And I don't think I'm the only person that had that reaction. But uh, you sit here today, and you, you can't help but love this deal. No, you can't help but love the deal. I think OG is plus 239 as a Nick. It's every game. Every plus single 15, game. 18, 20, 25, like every single game. 26.6 steals last night. I mean, yeah, Jalen Brunson's dunking. You see the chemistry, like they're busting each other's chops. I mean, yeah, I listen, I... I agree with you. I don't go into a game feeling like the Knicks don't have a chance, but I, I didn't. I don't. I, I didn't need last night. Although that was nice. I mean, that's your biggest one of the season. I think the previous biggest one of the season was against the Sixers, who you're talking about. You know, jumping over. But I mean, you even got bench production last night. I know, which is nice I mean, to M- see. M- McBride played really well. Grimes was good. I mean, yep. hitting the shots that play. But the thing that I love is is you know if you play good defense, you're going to be in almost every game. Right, and that's the 13th time. So we talked about this last time they did it. So last season total for the 82 games, they held opponents under 100, 100 points 11 times. They're already at 13 now, which is tied for the best with Minnesota in the NBA. So, I mean, yeah, that, I mean, right. You'll be in every game if you're going to play that hard, that well defensively, which they do. And I think, I mean, we'll get some calls today. Uh, you know, people that for some reason will want to complain that will say, yeah, but... Tibbs has the tendency of wearing his guys out because that's always been a conversation surrounding Tibbs is that because they play so hard during the regular season, they don't take nights off, which again, as fans, I love as a former player. I love, I mean, by the time you get to the playoffs, do you have enough in the tank? But I don't think that's something we need to worry about right now. Well, I'm not no, going to at least. You, you can't worry about it now. And, and listen, did they wear down last year in the, in the postseason? I don't think they wore down. I mean, Brunson was awesome and Randall got hurt. But I don't look at it as they as they wore down. I look at it as they played a team that was, you know, just uh, clicking on all cylinders and and maybe a little better put together than than the Knicks were. Yeah, I'm probably got to coach a little bit. Yeah, okay, I think that's fair. I mean, Spolster's great. What they do is great. I mean, you get production from the Gabe Vincents of the world, and their star players produce. I I don't I don't look at last season as boy. You know, the Knicks gave so much in the regular season they wore down in the postseason. Do you? Um. Well, I think people would just say like. Some of the injury stuff maybe is due to fatigue, but no, I'm with you. I just think that's a convenient kind of narrative around Tibbs. I mean, rather than just respect the fact that, I mean, in a sport where a lot of these teams could, couldn't could care less about the regular season, our team right. actually shows up every night, takes care of business against bad teams, takes care of business at home, and then last night came out early in that game and was it was over. First quarter of the game was over. Like, at some point, like, are they going to fight? No, it was done. No, they didn't want any part of that. That's no. the fifth game of a five-game road trip, and the Knicks play a brand of basketball, That and, and DiVincenzo's right. You know, we're going to punch them in the face. We'll see if they respond, and, and they didn't. They didn't want any part of it, and I loved every second of it. Dude, I mean, you're talking about, I mean, they beat them on second-chance points, points off of turnovers, 40-22 to 22 bench points, 23-5 to 5 on fast-break points. 
I mean, fifteen to five from three. What are they eleven and two since they acquired um, Ananobi? Yeah, that's right. And the only two losses are Dallas and uh, that Orlando loss is brutal. Yes, but I mean, here here we are. He's a perfect fit. Perfect. I mean, he fit. does again. And I think when you heard, it was interesting because I was listening to uh, the post game and I was listening to Tibbs and how he described Denver, and it, it's really how you would describe most. Most really good teams, all really good teams, especially when you have someone like Jokic, who's dude. Like, I mean, the no look passes. He's, he's all, I mean, even last night you watch talk him, about he's, slowing he's the game down. Um, but he was just talking about like you got Jokic, and then on top of that you get Jamal Murray, and then when you start talking about the other pieces and how they're put together, like Gordon is great at what he does. Then you got Caldwell Pope, who's great at what he does, and then you add mm-hmm. Porter shooting. Like how the team is constructed, and we've been saying this for how long, especially since they got OG. Like the construction, especially the starting five, how well it works together. Now, you could probably upgrade it a little bit if you wanted to. But, I mean, Brunson, OG, Randall, Hardenstein, and then DiVincenzo last night. Yep. But, I mean, they, they, all, they all play their role perfectly. And when you have, let's just do OG just because of the deal. Like what he brings to the table every night. And you saw, like, you got a glimpse of what it would be like. Right in a postseason series, where you got two studs. I mean, you got Jokic, who he's going to get his. You try to slow him down, and then it, take your best defender and put him on Jamal Murray, and it's going to be hard, bud. Like you, you may get some, but we're going to slow you down. And you're going to know you're in a game. You're going to know you're in a series against this team. Yeah. So that was huge, man. I didn't, I didn't expect that. Well, how could how could anybody expect it? Even if you thought the Knicks were going to win, it's not like the Knicks did. It sounded they, like the Knicks. The, the Knicks they thought they had an opportunity. Maybe a little bit of New York City mixed in there. Like, hey, we got a day off in New York City. Fifth game. They're looking to get home. Yep. Let's come out early. And they didn't respond. They they did not respond. It's a phenomenal win. Like you said, I think this and the Sixers win are the two best of the season. Sixers on the road in Philly. I mean, again, eleven and two. You're, you 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 now put yourself in position where, I mean, I look ahead. Philadelphia's got 14 losses. Knicks have 17. Milwaukee has 13. Knicks have 17. If you just play, I mean, continue to play this kind of basketball, I don't think there's any reason you can't move up into that second or that third spot. No, I think, listen, I think the only question we've had this entire time is at at what point, if if at all, this season, because that's just one game, right? I mean, the playoffs is the best of seven. Sure. Any point this season, will this team be good enough in a seven-game series to get by... Milwaukee or Boston. Um, I think that's where they're at because we keep. I mean, we keep saying it. And I think you're right. There's Milwaukee and there's Boston, and then there's that second tier of teams. Right, and and maybe maybe we're at the top of that second tier of teams with Philadelphia. Yeah, I I would I would say we probably are, and we are looking to get better at the deadline with whatever they decide to do. But I mean, again, you're talking about having to play one of those teams to get yourself into the Eastern Conference Finals. That's right. Can you do it? And I don't. I don't know. You, I don't you know. know but I mean, I'm, exci- I'm excited to see. It's just. I mean, there's no reason. There's no reason not to believe at this point with what you've seen from the team and what you've seen from Leon Rose making moves that they're going to try their best to to try to figure this thing out where they can add something to this team to give them the best chance to do it. Will it be enough? You have to wait and find out. Well, it's an exciting time to be a Knicks fan. From superchargers, exhaust kits, and more, eBay Motors has over 122 million parts to keep your ride or die alive. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 
All right. I mean, there's a lot going on. You got the Giants drama. You've got a huge NFL weekend. You've got the Knicks in there, maybe win of the season. You've got your football picks. You've got your stuff you missed. You've got your around the league. You've got your frenzy. You've got your plays of the week. You've got it all. And you got it all right here on 98.7 ESPN. Well, the big game calls for an epic party, and that's exactly what BetMGM's Big Game Bash is delivering. This year is your chance to see country superstar and two-time CMA Entertainer of the Year, Luke Combs, on Saturday, February 10th in Las Vegas. Are you ready to get in on the action? Join us at the Chelsea inside the Majestic Cosmopolitan for an epic performance only a limited number of tickets are available for this exclusive event, so download the BetMGM app to get your tickets now. It's the most exciting Sunday in sports, and BetMGM has you covered all game long. Don't miss out on the big game excitement with Luke Holmes and the king of sportsbooks. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21-plus years of age or older wager and physically present in New York only. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. I don't like this at all, but we have to get into it. Did you hear what Kayvon Thibodeau said yesterday? If I saw what Alyssa Milano tweeted, you'd expect that I would probably know what Kayvon Thibodeau said, no? Don't talk down to me. I'm just asking. Well, probably so, but it was kind of rhetorical. Like, I figured you saw it, but you'd be like, yeah, why don't you play it, Dave? Yeah, Dave, why don't you play it? All right, great. I'm glad you saw it, and I'm glad you'd like to hear it. He said, and this is from the um, 
the 7 p.m. in Brooklyn podcast. This is Mello's podcast, yeah. He said, Saquon deserved to be paid before Daniel Jones. You paid Daniel Jones $40 million. It was a great, I, I, me, I believe. A lot of people was mad at that. A lot of people was mad at that, but I was like, let listen. Me, let me tell you what I'm mad at, and it's the only thing I'll say about that. What I'm mad about is that Saquon, because if you look at the game, the tape, Saquon was responsible for at least 30% of our explosive plays. Oh, yeah. Not more. Talking about the year we won the playoff game. So for me and for the integrity of working together and hard work and we all believe the same things, I feel like Saquon should have got paid first. Mm. That's what I feel. And maybe, I don't know the back end. Maybe it's a franchise. Maybe it's an extension. Maybe it's blah, blah, blah. That's none of my business. I don't, you know. That's just I focus of, on me. That's the respect we was talking about. Like, exactly. It's, it's, With it's the you, team chemistry yeah, and all Because like, we see on. it. Why not? Like, yeah. when you think of Saquon, who you think of? That's hey, giant. He's the face of the game. Yeah. So, a couple, couple things on this. Firstly, why? What, even if this is what you believe, you, you talk to teammates behind closed doors and this is what you think, why would you go out and make this public on a podcast? Well, this is because you mock the Cowboys. This is why this is coming out now. Because you mock Raymond's the, Cowboys. This is, this is my fault? Yeah, and C.D. Lamb's mom and, and Micah Parsons' well, brother. It was, it was great, great fodder. It was funny. Yeah, right. And now you're paying the price I couldn't help but, but mock them. But what, what are you doing? What did I tell you? What did I tell you at the, when this whole thing was going down with Saquon Barkley? What did I tell you? That the players probably felt the way about it. Right. And, and which is, I have no issue with. If this is what he thinks, I have zero problem with it. I think he's wrong in his take just because, I mean, paying running backs and paying quarterbacks are two completely different animals, but that's that's irregardless right now. It doesn't matter right now. My point is, what if if you sat down with Kayvon and said to him, what are you trying to gain? What is the point? What do you get out of this? How does this look good? How does this make the organization or you or anybody look good? Why would you do this? Because he's on a podcast. So guys just feel like they're empowered and they have the platform. So come out and say whatever it is that you want. Yeah. And maybe he, I mean, maybe fancies himself as one of the voices of the team now. He's one of the leaders on that team now. And this is how the guys feel. We felt like they didn't handle Saquon right. He should have been treated with more respect because he's our best player. Um, which, if you feel like, is, is fine. I'm not telling you how to feel. There are some things, and maybe you disagree. It it's it does nothing. It doesn't further the conversation. It doesn't further the narrative. It doesn't do anything to help the organization. It doesn't do anything to help dynamics in the locker room. I would ask, like, what's the point? Other than you have a platform, everybody has a platform. Why would you do this? Why would you do this? I don't yeah. know why you would do this. I don't think it I mean it doesn't it doesn't help him. I mean, I don't think it's gonna necessarily help Saquon. Like because it didn't help him the first time. I'm sure they, they Joe Shane is smart enough to recognize that the guys in that locker room feel like Saquon Barkley deserved to be paid, right? He's the face of your franchise. He's done nothing, nothing wrong. Right, and they love him, and he's a and warrior, they love him. and he loves football, and he wants to be there. And I get listen. I'm not saying his take is wrong. I'm saying what do you have to gain by doing it? Well, I don't think there's anything to be gained by doing it. Then why do it? Well, just because I mean he was on a podcast, I guess. Okay, so it great. Feels like so he can do it. I think well, it kind of speaks to maybe a little bit of the dysfunction. Not to mention, you know. Wink and, and, and Dable didn't get along. Doesn't sound like Kafka and Dable got along very well. So maybe, I mean, maybe there's a touch of dysfunction going on now. It sounds like there probably is. Which, which again, if you think there's a touch of dysfunction, kind of hammers on my point even more. If you think things aren't functioning at all cylinders, why in the world would you bring this to the table and make, make it public? Right. And I'm sure Daniel Jones doesn't love to hear it. That, hey, you shouldn't have been the well, first Well, how could he love to hear it? Well, he and doesn't. what did Daniel Jones do wrong? 
Uh, Daniel Jones did nothing wrong. Daniel Jones just, I mean, he's the, he's, he gets the benefit of being a quarterback. That's right. It. So he, he got paid, and he got paid a lot of money, and the Giants kind of had no choice but to pay him, but he did nothing wrong. So, so now you think he goes into the locker room for, for OTAs and, and he doesn't feel a way about what, what uh, Thibodeau had to say? Interesting, though. If you go back, right? Like, if we go back when the initial deal was offered to Saquon and it wasn't the number that he wanted, I don't know if he... I, I, you know what would be really interesting? To see if, if you ask Saquon now in a, in a moment where he's being truthful... Would he, if he, take, wish, would he take that deal again? Yeah, because if, if he takes... Well, if he takes that deal, now all of a sudden the franchise tags available for Daniel Jones. Yes. So maybe it's different. Maybe it is. Maybe they franchise Jones and maybe Jones is not here anymore. Right, because he, I mean, again, did not have a good season and got hurt. Right, but you still have to have a plan of what you do at quarterback, right? Yeah, well, now you'd definitely be all in trying to do whatever it takes to get a quarterback. Uh, Lucky Lou tweets in, Dave, what's wrong with the man speaking the truth? It's how he feels. I, again, I'm not telling him how to feel. My question would be, what have you gained by doing this? And I think you've done a lot more damage than you have good. I think also, I think there's a part of me that feels like, come on, man. I mean, this is, you just finished year two. Like, who are you now to come out and start airing out, you know, team dirty laundry? But even if it's Andrew Thomas or, I mean, Bobby O'Karake, like, I'm trying to, who, who's even, like, the veteran presence on this team? They don't really Dexter have Lawrence. Right? Dexter Lawrence. Like, I, if Dexter Lawrence did it, I would say the same thing. Like, I agree with you that, that he probably doesn't have Well, the, no, I think if it's, I, listen, I think if handled the right way by somebody in that locker room that's a team leader that wants to, that, that wants it to be known that the guys in that locker room are pissed that Saquon Barkley didn't get taken care of. And wants to put pressure on the organization. Like you keep telling us but all these different things. But that's different too. Why do you have to bring Daniel Jones into it? Well, see, yeah, again, if this was handled properly, right? Like if I, if I was, if the locker room was that up in arms about it and it caused a problem, which it sounds like it, it did cause a little bit of a problem here, is that, and I told you this at the time, there was going to be a disconnect with all the things as you start to try. This is, this is Joe Shane and Brian Dable's first opportunity to be a GM and a head coach. And I promise you, when a new coach comes in, you got the different sayings on the wall, whatever it is, like there's a, there is a message, and the message usually talks about um, unselfishness, you know, we before me, sacrifice, all these different things. And then you want the guys to buy in, and once they buy in, they do all the right things. You want to be rewarded for it. And I'm sure guys in that locker room felt like if anyone should be rewarded for what they've done, production, leadership, face of the franchise, never done anything wrong, it should be Saquon. He was think, the one that deserved it. I, I think that that's right, and I also think that just the, the, the landscape of the NFL – is that running backs really don't get paid, and that right, sucks, but, that but that's the truth. Yeah, but that that I feel like as a player you could look at as that's a that's that's lazy. But how is it lazy? Because I could mean something more to you than just a regular running back. I bring more. Like I'm sure Saquon feels the same way. I'm more than just a running back for this team. Because again, when you choose to draft him in the first round of the, of the draft, they'll say no, he's not just a running back; he's a weapon. Right. He's an offensive weapon. Yeah, but first when you round, go, by the way, they're taking second. Well, no, I'm just even saying this last draft. When it's like, oh, wait, why would you take Doug? Why are the Lions taking Jameer Gibbs so high? Or why did you know, B. John Robinson go so high? It's a running back. Haven't we learned? And they're like, no, no, he's not just a running back. This guy's an offensive weapon. Right. And he's, then it comes time to pay Army him. He's a knife, right? He can do everything. Right. Like you in the bedroom. And now all of a sudden, he's just a, he's a running back. So we're going to pay him like a running back. I'd be like a sexual camel. But I told you at the time that this was going to rub guys the wrong way in that locker room. Yeah. Listen, you're not wrong. And... and I don't think he's wrong if this is his opinion. My, my point, again, is what's, what's the point of doing it? What, what good does this provide for the organization or you or the team or ownership or Jones or Barkley? 
Well, it's good for us because we get to talk about it. It's bad for you and your team because it's, I mean... It's a sign of dysfunction. Yeah, and it's also, I think, a sign, too, where... Because a lot of these teams, like when, when Lamar was going through his deal with Baltimore, like guys were pretty outspoken. Like, Bal- like Baltimore needs to smart up. They, they need to pay Lamar Jackson. Like he was their most important player. He deserves to be paid. Not, I mean, it's not a great look when, you know, guys in your locker room don't necessarily feel like your quarterback deserves to be paid what he's getting paid. I think it speaks to kind of maybe a lack of belief that he's the guy. Right. I, I again I don't know what, what positive this adds to, to any well, of the Well, because you gotta think though too, Dave. I mean it's a it's a, you know, everyone's trying to get paid, right? And when you're playing you know, salary cap sport and you got you know one guy eating up a bunch of your money and now I keep the excuses we don't have the money and I can't get paid and you see this guy that's getting paid this much money, you're like So this so this guy this guy deserves to get paid this much money and I don't? Well listen, Daniel Jones did what he needed to do the year prior. They had but no choice but to pay him, no? You had, listen, you, you had to pay him. Listen, I'm with you. I agree with you. But that doesn't necessarily mean the guys in the locker room agree with you. As far as Kayvon Thibodeau was concerned, is that was that was Saquon was responsible for that, not Daniel Jones. Well, I, a I think that's just, that's just a bad take. I mean, Dan, Daniel Jones was phenomenal, and I love Saquon, and I'm not opposed to him being here. But this idea that Saquon should get paid and Jones shouldn't, like, what? Well, I mean, how do you think Daniel Jones feels right now? And I, I understand he's kind of like you know the iron stone faced guy, and he doesn't show any emotion. But I'm sure he's not feeling great having heard this be said by one of the better players on this football team. No, I'm telling you, and this is the God's honest truth. The media could say whatever they want. Um. Fans can say whatever they want. There is nothing worse than having a feeling inside your own locker room that there are guys in that locker room that doubt you. That is the worst feeling. I'm, I'm sure it must be. Do, do guys not realize when they do podcasts that this, like, what, what's her face that that um, that did the podcast and said, like, oh, Percy Thompson. Not, yeah. Like, do they not realize that stuff you say on podcasts, uh, that's going to get out and it's going to be public and it's going to be good looks or bad looks or anything? I think it's his truth, and he spoke his truth, and wasn't concerned about it. Oh, I think that's. I think there's other times where you just get too comfortable. I think those there's those times too where you just get too comfortable and you say stuff you're not supposed to say. Sure, coach would be running off the field, and I would pretend to talk to him, not talk to him, make up the report. Well, her excuse was she already she had already said it before. <laughs> she had already admitted to that. Oh my god, it's amazing. That's yeah, wild. So nobody wild, picked on it the first time she said it, so she'll double down and say it again. Yeah, well, if I didn't get in trouble for the first time I said it, I'll say it a second time. Right, why not? L- let's go to some of the calls. We'll go around the league in a moment. Subi Midtown. Good morning, Subi. Hey, guys. Whether, whether you guys want to admit it or not, Kayvon Thibodeau is going to be a leader next year, and he's going to be the voice of the uh, Giants going forward. So you guys are going to have to get used to this, just like the Cowboys got used to Parsons speaking on his podcast. So it just gets back to the point that Michael... But Parsons, showed- but Parsons has the production to back it up. Though. First of all, Parsons is great. Thibodeau's yeah. not. Sec- secondly, I, I'm, I, if he does this next year and the year after and the year after, I'm going to have an issue with it every single time. I'm not going to get used oh, to yeah. it. This gets back to the point that Michael K. show was saying is that who runs the locker room? Are, is the coaches or is the players? And Antonio Pierce got hired because the players decided that he wanted they wanted him as a coach. So I just want to say, like, you know, the defensive side of the football is what's going to win us games next year. And if Kayvon Thibodeau is the leader of that, I'm more than happy for him to voice his opinion just like Strahan did all those years in uh, the Super Bowl teams. That's all i got to say. Voicing your opinion is fine, Subi, and thanks for the call. But some of the things you say, you have to – I mean – if you are, in fact, a leader and looked up, you know, looked up to in the locker room, don't you then have to be even more careful of what you say and how you say it? Yeah. Well, I mean, 
again, I mean, if the if the intention was to draw attention to the fact that Saquon wasn't paid and he wants to make sure that that ownership and Joe Shane know that the locker room's pissed off about it, I guess mission accomplished. But I also think you need to earn that. You got to earn the right to be the voice of your team. Right. And do you need to make it public? You could you could let Joe Shane know that without without making it public, without going on a podcast and, and spouting that kind of stuff, no? Well, I think you also have to, I mean, you have to understand when you say stuff like that what the what the ramifications are going to be, not just with the media and us and the fans, but also what's going to happen inside your locker room, how the dynam- how it's going to affect the dynamic. Of course you do. Colin like if, and- if, me, if me standing up for Saquon means all of a sudden now I'm taking, you know, Daniel Jones is catching shrapnel, that's probably not great. Uh, I wouldn't think so. Colin and West are, and Jay Colin. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. So I wanted to throw out there, you know, I think, I think Kayvon is more so supporting Saquon than knocking Daniel Jones. I think he's kind of supporting the trying to help a bit the running back market, possibly. There, there um, is there is zero chance we, that Kayvon Thibodeau is out there and his goal is to help the running back market. Oh, I I I, I agree with that. You know, but maybe it starts from somewhere. But uh, I wanted to throw this out there: Where are the Giants this year? If that last off season the contract situations between Saquon and Daniel Jones were flipped. Say they gave Saquon a, we just a little bit that. more money he was looking for the years, and Jones was franchise tagged. I just Did asked you say Dave that, that question. You, pro- you probably move on. I just asked Dave that question legitimately four minutes ago. Yeah, you're probably, you're probably moving on. You're looking, what do you mean probably? You're looking for a quarterback. If you just franchise Daniel Jones and he, he did what he did on the field and then got hurt twice, once a neck and then blew his ACL out. There's, right. I mean, you're looking for a new quarterback. Yeah, you, you, you probably keep Tyrod Taylor, and then you probably draft the quarterback, and you, you probably move forward like that. And then you have a lot more money to spend, too. Yeah. But I don't know, man. I just I, I knew at the time that this was there was going to be some kind of issue in the locker with this. And plus, you don't have to bring Daniel Jones into it, too. That's the other thing right. I would tell Kayvon. If you, if you want to go on the offensive and fight for Saquon, also, when did we start calling him Saquon? Um, I don't know. Maybe that's what he wants to be called, Saquon. Is that is that true? No, I don't know. Oh, like, like RJ, get Sa- uh, Saquon on the show so we can ask Saquon. him. Saquon. He's not, he's Saquon now. We've uh, Kayvon did, called did, him that. Uh, when did this, this happen? The caller called him that. Kind of Saquon. I don't. I have no idea. Raymond, you're tight with the Giants. Uh, book Saquon next week. Oh, right, we'll get right on it. And let's figure out the name pronunciation, please. RJ, also get uh, get Bobby on the show too, so we can ask him. Bobby, Bobby O, Bobby O. Yeah. I don't think Bobby's going to be as forthcoming as uh, as Kayvon with this. It would have been very simple though, too. I mean, if you think about it, if it's me in that spot and I'm and I'm pissed that Saquon didn't get paid, like don't even bring Daniel Jones into it. Right, Saquon should have gotten paid. We look at him as a team leader. Still deserves to get paid, and, and we're, give all yeah, the we're reasons. disappointed that he didn't get his money. Daniel Jones give all the name doesn't even need to be mentioned, right? And they give all the reasons. If you're gonna like, if if you don't want to see him franchised again, you want him locked up. Say that, like, he doesn't deserve to be franchised again. Like, he kept this locker room together. He's a huge, you know, he's a huge reason why this thing didn't fall apart this year. When it right, could've... we we want to see him here. We want to see him get paid. He's a team leader. He's a great guy. He's blah blah blah. List off the things. I would be totally fine with that. Why do you Why do you have to build up? And people do this all the time. Why do you have to build up someone and tear down someone at the same time to make your point? Well, I think probably. I mean, I'm with you with that. I don't think you have to do that, but I think probably because in his mind, he doesn't really believe that Daniel Jones should be being should be getting paid as much as he's getting paid. Oh, oh, you know what? Also fine. Don't say it. Right. Let's go to Dave in Queens. Good morning, Dave. You're on 98.7. Good 
Hello? Oh, no. Hey, Dave. Hello. Hey, Dave. Can you hear me? Sorry yeah, now, now we can. What was happening? Were, were we on mute? What was happening? No, you, you were on mute. That's oh, all. okay. Go ahead, Dave. Hey, Dave. <laughs> hey, Dave. Appreciate the time. You too, Rick. I just think this kind of reads on its face, and I think Rick is closer to the truth than you are, which is he said it last season that this was an issue, right? So all things being equal in the season playing out the way that it played and everybody was quiet about it, I don't think you or anyone else advocated for Saquon to get paid or Saquon, as everybody's saying now, right? right? So even if Kayvon came on that podcast and was just like, hey, all the points you made two seconds ago, you think you should get paid as a team leader, you on this show would also say, not going to happen. That's not the running back market. So people do things to be dysfunctional to try to cause change, whether it's for the whole league or for somebody. And, and you and you them, think and Dave, do you think for half a second that Joe Shane hears this and says, you know what? No, yeah, we really should do something no, 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 no. different. Well, that's that's unfair because if you Joe Shane's not a, he's a smart guy and he didn't need this podcast to know what the locker room felt like. So he already had a sense of it. So that probably angers players even more. You know how we feel, but you continue to ignore it. So why would I come on a podcast or, or an outlet and be respectful to the team if the team in and of itself you don't feel is being respectful to you? Well, how, are, you they not respect, how other- are they not respectful to Kayvon Thibodeau? Well, he's projecting, right? Like he's like if you listen to what he's saying, he's not just talking about Saquon. He's talking about players, right? So it's like when you're up next and you think it's your time to get paid or respected or did Andrew, did money, Andrew Thomas get paid? Sure, sure. Did, did, did Dexter Lawrence get paid? Sure. They did, did Daniel right? Jones if get Saquon, paid? Is, well, is Saquon Barkley the face of the team? Like it's not all the same, right? But the, like, right, like, but the like Giants Rick, have determined. Point, but the Giants have determined. It's, the guy's always hurt. I love him. I think he's well, so great. Is Daniel Jones. Oh, oh well, all right. Yeah, exactly. I, right. I, so, like the, the the previous caller said, if you switched it around, what would happen? They would have had the same season they had, and you would have made a decision on your quarterback. So, just to follow the league's protocol on how things are done does not mean you're doing the best thing for your team. And I think, well, I, think, you, I think you need to like advocate Dave, that a little bit more. Dave, I think you also got to take into account, I appreciate the phone call, I, I think part of the, the rationale with Joe Shane trying to get Daniel Jones locked up and structuring the deal the way he did was because of the amount of money that was going to go straight on his cap if he franchised Daniel Jones. It's much easier to franchise the running back and put $10 bucks on your cap as opposed to what the number was for the quarterback. Right. And Shane has basically told you from the get-go, they, they, are, they do not prioritize Saquon Barkley. They like him. They'd like to keep him. It's not the be-all, end-all. They're willing to move on from him if need be. Yeah, this is what every athlete needs to find out, and it's usually, it's usually tough when you first find it out, uh, the, the whole business component of this thing. Because you want to believe in your mind, you do all the right things, you got the production, that when it's your time to get paid, you're going to get paid. And because of his position... Right, uh, the injuries and everything else. The smart, the, the smart business is pick up his fifth year option and then franchise him twice and then be done with it. That's the smart thing to do, and it sucks for him. It it stinks for him because he's a he's a great guy. He's a team leader. He's a fan favorite. He's a wonderful player when he's healthy. But in this day and age of the NFL, I mean, how many guys get second deals on on their team at running back? Well, I think, depends. I think it depends. Well, it usually depends on if the, the GM is still there that drafted you. 
Okay, but even so, I mean, Derrick Henry did. But it, yeah, it's right. Not, it but we've already happened all that often. No, I know Christian McCaffrey did too. But I'm saying if if Dave Gettleman was still the GM, great. Saquon Barkley has a long term deal. That's great. And then you'd you'd be worse than you are now. Well, I think that's what people talk about the fear of the, the fear of a team that's not very good drafting a running back that high is all of a sudden he becomes your best player, and now fan base loses their mind when you don't. When you don't bring him back. Let me ask you this, and then we'll put it to rest. We've got the Superbox Bonanza, and we got around the league and, and all sorts of good stuff. If, if you hit a home run with a running back, home run, you're getting how many years? I told you I would take the seven. That's it. Okay. If, if, if he's a first-round pick, I'd take the seven. Okay. Home run with a quarterback, how many years? A home run? I yeah. mean, you're talking 15 years? Yeah. Yeah, but that doesn't... See, uh, you're thinking... You're thinking practical. You're thinking like Joe Shane thinks. That's not how players think. It's Sorry. not. No, no, listen, that's a, but that's the, again, that's the business side of it that you get introduced to. Like Joe Shane told Saquon Barkley, this is the business now, and you're probably not going to like it. I'm sure you're not going to like it. He's, he doesn't like it, but this is what he has to deal with. You play a position that is unforgiving, that, the, that you just you don't get the same money as almost every other player in the league. If you're top of the top of the heap, right? But again, and that's no fault of his own. Uh, totally. Like you're just in a, in a league now that doesn't prioritize that position. That's right. I mean, thirty years ago, I mean, he would have been one of the highest paid players in football. Now, he's not going to be. Well, unless, uh, unless, unless, yeah, unless, unless. Now, I'm not saying he's the same player, but. If all of a sudden now San Francisco ends up winning the Super Bowl, and a lot of that's because of Christian McCaffrey, maybe there are other teams around the league that say to themselves, maybe. hey, we're a player like this away. We'll give Saquon Barkley what he's looking for. But but even so, like quarterbacks are going to get 40, 45, 50, yeah. and, and the elite, what, what does McCaffrey make, 16? 16. Right, I mean, e- even so, the, the top of the rung is nowhere near what the top of the rung is for, for other positions. No, I get. Listen, I'm not saying that. I don't think that Saquon Barkley's at a point now where he's thinking he's going to get the same kind of money as a wide receiver. He just wants to get paid what he thinks he's worth. I understand. The system's right kind of broken. Yeah, I mean, this is this is his chance, right? I mean, he's he's a year older now. He doesn't want to get franchised again. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. 
Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. It's time to go around the league. All right. There's not a lot of league to go around this week. We have only two games. Frenzy, by the way, coming your way about 15 minutes from right now. You can line up those calls. 1-800-919-3776. We start with the early game in Baltimore. Kansas City getting four, taking on the Ravens. Chiefs are always here. Ravens haven't been here in a minute. Maybe two of the best quarterbacks in the NFL matching up in this game. Should be a good one. Take take us away. Take us away. It should be a good one. Looks like Mark Andrews is going to be back for Baltimore. Yep. Tooney looks two, like he's going to be out for the Chiefs. You got two of the best two of the best defenses in the NFL as far as, you know, points allowed. I think that Baltimore's defense is probably probably a little bit better than Kansas City's defense. I would agree right? with I think that. the other the other issue I would have in this game and I would have a hard time. I'm not telling you what I'm picking now, but you know, given Patrick Mahomes four points, Feels like a lot of points to give Patrick Mahomes. It certainly does. Certainly does. It, 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 this kind of feels like a field goal game, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, listen, Patrick Mahomes is the best there is. And it looks like over the last couple weeks, their offense is kind of starting to find their groove a little bit. But you got, it looks like Tooney's not going to play. Right. He's Marlon dealing with Humphrey a Humphrey may play in this game, right? Right. You got Pacheco's dealing with a, a toe. And then, really for me, my concern is, because this Baltimore defense is that good, who besides Rasheed Rice and Travis Kelsey? Does Patrick Mahomes have? No, I don't think there is a third guy. I mean, I, I think maybe it's it's Pacheco, maybe in, in the passing game, Edwards Hilaire, because he's a decent wide receiver out of the out of the backfield. But as far as who's your second wide receiver, I, I mean, I, I honestly, I don't even know if, if Tony's playing in this game. It's probably v- Valdez Scantling. Yeah, and he had a couple big catches in the last game. He did have at least yeah at least one that that long play to start the third quarter, but. Again, I mean, that, that concerns me because this is this Baltimore team, this defense, the way Lamar Jackson is playing. Because I think I've heard I've heard a lot of people, um, you know, how, to, how does Kansas City win this game? Well, you know, if you can find a way to keep Lamar in the pocket and make him beat you with his arm. Well, Lamar can beat you with his arm. And he's got weapons now, right? right? I mean, that was the big complaint about him. He, he didn't have weapons. Well, now he's got, I mean, Flowers is, I think, clearly their best receiver. But you got Beckham. And you got, uh, was it Bateman? Bateman. You got got Aguilar. And now Likely is kind of coming to his own. And now you got Mark Andrews back. And you can run the football. Yes. And and by the way, Justice Hill is a legitimate threat out of the backfield catching passes. And not to mention now Lamar's ability to use his legs when he has to. 
which would ha- which is what happens in the playoffs where it doesn't matter like there's nothing there's no tomorrow we need to do whatever it takes now to win uh by the way you're listening to dnr 9870 spnw epn fm in new york um the question is do you trust lamar jackson more than patrick mahomes in this spot well i don't necessarily know if that's the case i think everyone would say they trust patrick mahomes but I mean, Patrick Mahomes isn't playing against Lamar Jackson. He's playing against Baltimore's defense. Right, and it is a good defense, and it is a good home field advantage. The thing is, I I don't worry at all about Kansas City. Like, Baltimore could win the game. I firmly believe you're going to get Kansas City's A game. Mahomes is going to play at a very high level. Kelsey's going to answer the bell. Like, I have have zero concern about what Kansas City does. Baltimore may win because they're better, but Kansas City's not going to show up and lay an egg in this game. No, I don't think so either. But I think there's a real chance. I mean, I think there's a chance that you know Baltimore they led the league in sacks too. Like, it, it could Baltimore's defense poses a serious challenge for Patrick Mahomes, especially if he's got limited, you know, limited weapons that he feels comfortable throwing it to. If it's just Kelsey and Rasheed Rice, can that defense slow those two down? I would say probably yes. And, and Pacheco, right? I mean, he's a yeah. terrific running back, and they they really have emphasized the running game. He was great last week against Buffalo. Uh, he was great. I mean, that's the, like, that's the, see, that's the that's the crazy part about this Kansas City Chiefs team this season is they finally, after all these years, we said they have to find someone that can actually run the football. They can rely on running the football, especially to close games out. Well, Pacheco can run the football. They have to get their defense has to. It's the best defense he's ever played with. And this has been the year where just the offense hasn't. Now, the last couple of weeks has been better, but offense hasn't been the same. Too many drops. Kelsey's right. not the same player. And now you're going up against this defense. So you like Baltimore. See, I mean. I get the better quarterback, and I get him to even lose by a field goal. That's very enticing. No, I'm not saying I'm – listen, I'm not saying I'm picking Baltimore with the spread. I'm saying I think Baltimore wins. So you think Baltimore wins, and without tipping your hand, you you think this is a, a close-ish game? I want to believe it's a close-ish game just because I have a hard time. And it might not be, but I have a hard time thinking that Patrick Mahomes in this spot isn't going to play great football. I mean, even the losses outside of the one against Tampa in the Super Bowl where they got run out of the building, uh, everything is close, no? Oh, he was running for his life in that Super Bowl. Right, and I don't, I'm not blaming him. I'm just saying, like, that's the only game I can even remember that they, like, like the, the Patriots game was, they lost by nothing. The Bengals game was a field goal, right? Like, they don't, they don't lose by more than three points. No, and I think Patrick Mahomes, what did I say last week when I picked them? I think before last week he was... He was a dog in ten games. He was eight one and one. Mm-hmm. So they win that Buffalo game. So now he's nine one and one. Pretty well, this remarkable. is. I mean, these are the these are the two best teams in the the AFC. Um, yeah, I don't think Buffalo is far off. No, but these are the two best teams. I, I guess that's fair. So, th- so that's the early game. We'll give our picks later. I don't want to tip my hand too much because RJ could steal my selection and try to hold me off. But we don't want that to happen. And you're right there with Ray, right? What are you uh, tied with him, or you leading him? We're tied. So there's two big battles going on right now. Because oh, yeah. you 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 desperately want to win, don't you? Desperately. Raymond, does it matter to you to win? I, I would very much like to win. At this so point. you also want to win. And I'm kind of disappointed in myself for how last weekend went. What did did you go one and two last week? I did. Yeah, he took all the Raymond took all the dogs yesterday last week. I thought it would play out differently. Really did. Playoffs haven't been good to me. They have not been good. Uh, yeah, because yeah. you're a cowboy. <sighs> wow. I remember. Well, you know, it all started with that game, too. He he lo- he loved the Cowboys. He was so bullish on the Cowboys. He couldn't help himself. And it, right in his face. 
right in his face. I, right. I didn't see. I didn't see that coming. No, neither did I. That was a throttling. That was unbelievable. <laughs> it reminds me of my favorite Latin phrase. Oh, is that uh, carpe? This, uh, what is it? Uh, carpe uh, omnia. As oh. uh, as Rick has already stated, this cave on Thibodeau story. Uh-huh. This is deserved. This is earned. You know what? Let's get C.D. Lamb's mom on the show next week. Uh, let's get her. Let's, Later, Ramirez. Let's, 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 let's track her down. Or, or, or Tad Parsons. We could book him. Very busy shows next week. There's a lot, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of people. But you got a, you got a lot of oh, work. Yeah. At, at least I've got relatives of my team speaking out, not not actual players. That, uh, is that better or worse? <laughs> you, could, you could spin it that they're not actually speaking for them. I can't. I, I can't spin it that that Kayvon Thibodeau's not speaking for I, how the locker room I, feels. I don't think. I don't think any of it is good. I don't. I don't think yeah, C.D. Lamb's mom is agreed. good. I don't think Tad Parsons is good. I don't think Micah responding to Tad is good. I don't think Kayvon <laughs> is good. I think Tad None is, of it is not, good. I think Tad, Tad is, I think Tad is Dak's Tad is brother. Dak's brother. I think Terrence is Micah Parsons. I know his T. Oh. <laughs> I told you. I only have so much that I can put in here. Oh, Medvedev, by the way. I know. Came back from down two sets to win in in five. God. Unbelievable. All I right. I got so much respect for these guys, man. It's awesome. Match was over four hours. Right, and this then guy they can get barely... to do it again in, in, you know, on Sunday morning. Zverev can barely walk. Awesome stuff. All right, come on. Don't be grosso where you're taking around the uh, league and you're going tennis, please. I'm not going anywhere. Just, you want to talk Big Ten basketball? No, you don't. All right. And then 6.30, Sunday afternoon into the evening, the prohibitive favorite San Francisco 49ers at home. Against the sexy Lions, Niners giving seven. Hold on one second. Is it still seven? I thought it was. No. It I thought it was too. No, half. it just went up to seven and a half. <laughs> might be really? seven and a half. It just went up to seven and a half. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Does, this could change everything. What it could change happening? everything. Oh, my God. Seven and a half. So someone is putting big amounts of money on San Francisco as we're going around the league before we make our picks. That's correct. Wow. That is right. Oh my goodness! All right, so it looks like here with these picks. All right, so it looks like according to my uh, my fancy stats, that sixty four percent of the money is currently on the Niners. Really? Yeah. After the Niners got lucky to win last week, and the Lions offensively looked elite against um, Tampa Bay. Yeah, I think that a lot of people probably putting money on San Francisco. I think RJ probably feels the same way. Is that there was three weeks off, raining, Brock Purdy not comfortable in the rain. That was kind of their stinker. They got it out of their system. And now they'll bounce back against the the Lions. Well, you know RJ's going to take the Niners. I, I would I would guarantee he's going to lay the points and take the Niners. There's something about this Lions team, though, man. They're very resilient. Their offense is excellent. And I will say this. I thought that the Bosa-Chase Young combination would be better than it's been. Like, those guys need to be better against this Detroit offensive line to put pressure on Goff to make him uncomfortable. Because if they don't, he'll pick them apart. Yeah, and on top of that, I mean, the ability, I think, which would freak me out a little bit if uh, if I was a Niners fan, how well Aaron Jones ran the ball against them. Because you're talking about, I mean, between Gibbs and Montgomery, they should be able to run the ball. Now, it doesn't help that it looks like Jonah Jackson, their guard's not going to play. Right, and, and the and replacement Ra- frame last week was brutal. Yeah, and Frank Ragnall's banged up. So, I mean, that should be to, to the Niners' benefit. Uh, it's interesting, though. When you look at these, these four teams, I mean... Uh, fair to say that Detroit has the worst defense of the four? I don't even think it's a question. Right. Right. So, I mean, San Francisco, looks like the weather's going to be nice. I think Debo will play. I don't know what percentage he'll be at. The Niners are going to be able to score points. It's going to be can Detroit's offense keep up. If I told you Detroit scored, if if you were 
rooting for Detroit and are picking Detroit. And I told you they scored 27. Would you take that? No. So you think Detroit needs to score 30-plus to win this game? I think they probably do. That's you it. don't? San Francisco is going to score points. I think if, if I was like if I was a Lions fan and you offered me 27 points, I think I'd take it. I think I have to know 27. That's a big number. I know it's a big number. I get what you're saying. But, I mean, is there... Well, <sighs> Is their defense going to be able to slow down San Francisco? I don't know. I don't know. I would probably lean not unless, I mean, listen, Aaron Glenn did a hell of a job, especially I was watching some of the breakdown of how he schemed it up to get, you know, Aiden Hutchinson one-on-one and what it did it, what it did against, uh, against that Tampa team. But I don't know, man. I mean, Brock Purdy in the biggest moments of that game turned back into Brock Purdy that we've seen during the regular season, why he was in the MVP conversation. Can, uh, I, dude, that's I a think lot you're of weapons. Get good Purdy this weekend. I do too, and they got. I mean, I think you're going to get good Purdy. I think it was a wake up call to that team. You, I mean, that, I mean, you 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 love the Niners. You're taking the Niners in this game. I don't know at seven and a half now. Come on, if you were going to take him at seven, you're going to take him at seven and a half. I never said I was going to take him at seven. I, I, I'm willing to bet that you're going to take the Niners. I think you're probably wrong. It, really? Yeah, I didn't say they were going to. I didn't think. I don't necessarily know if they're going to kill Detroit. I think Detroit's got a really good offense. I think you made a great point too. You know, with the injuries that they're dealing with on the offensive line, can the Niners take advantage of that and get the get the appropriate pressure to make Jared Goff make mistakes? Because I still but, feel like if you get pressure on him, he'll make a mistake. He's he's a good quarterback, but I still think if pressured, he'll make the mistake. Right, but if he's not, and you look at the weapons that they have, he'll pick your part. Right. Um, here's Aaron Glenn saying, if they need to bite kneecaps. They'll bite kneecaps. When we talk about gritty, that's who we are. Listen, we know exactly who we are. Are we the fastest? Are we the most talented? No. But we'll bite somebody's face off when we go play them. We'll bite a kneecap too. He just kind of faded out there. But uh, listen, I think this is kind of America's team right now. I I think unless you're a fan of the Niners, you're rooting for Detroit. I think you're right. But I would also say as gritty and as hard-nosed and as physical as they are, I think San Francisco is probably equally as physical. I, I will agree. say, listen, San Francisco's a terrific team. I, I think last week was the outlier, not what, what I expect from them this week. Right. I will say this, though. Okay. There is one wild card in this whole thing. The wild card in this thing for you is Jameer Gibbs. No, I don't oh. think that's a wild card. A wild card. Like something like you don't really know what's going to happen with this this guy. Doesn't necessarily have to be a player. A, a player. Dan Campbell. In this well, spot. With some of his uh, aggressive nature. Like how aggressive he's going to be in these spots. Because I think sometimes, RJ, correct me if I'm wrong, sometimes Kyle Shannon has the tendency to get a little conservative. A little tight. Yeah. A little tight. Like at the end of the first half, that was brutal. Dan Campbell ain't going to be tight. No. Dan Campbell's going to swing it. Like they're going to give you everything they got in this one. Like the bag, take it's going to be emptied. Could you see this? Niners up 31-24. Lions drive down the field. Go for two to win. seconds left. They score a touchdown. They go for two. Yep. Like, I, I believe anything that's kind of like 50-50 in any moment, he's going to go on the side of being overly aggressive. That's who they are. That's how they got here. You nervous about this game, RJ? Yeah, of course. I mean... Why, why of course? You, I mean... It's the championship. There's a lot on the line. One but day. so what? You weren't nervous last week. Yeah, I've, I've, I've learned from my ways. So you you were you are embarrassed at the way you handled last week. Um, and, and I will say, 
I guess you might view this as a cop out. Had you told had you told me it was going to rain the way it did, I knew rain was in the forecast. As soon as Purdy came out with a glove, I audibly said, "Uh oh, <laughs> that that changed it changed everything." Did you say, "Oh bleep"? <laughs> there were some bleeps, yeah. There were some bleeps. Purdy in the rain, like you, I couldn't unsee what I saw from that Cleveland loss. I don't I don't expect that people remember that, but earlier in the season, yeah, he he can't play in the rain. I, I feel much better. The, the biggest opponent that I can't control is the weather, and the weather's going to be good. So so you feel good. You feel bullish about this game. Well, I feel like if they lose this game, it's going to be because they got outplayed or out-schemed or out-coached. It won't be because of the weather. Well, out-coached doesn't happen often. Yeah, but, I mean, Shanahan in the playoffs, uh, until he gets over the hump, he hasn't. Do you so. want to give us a, a treat and just admit to us you're taking the Niners right now, minus the seven and a half? Nope, I've learned from my ways last week, Dave. You won't do it. I've, I've scaled it back. I got a little a little too confident. So He was very cocky last week, huh? Well, I really thought that's what... Uh, listen, Green Bay, I, I underestimated them. I, but I I do think you you change the weather at least even back to neutral. I, I think by the end it's a two-possession game. I, I do believe that. I like that he's cocky. I like it. No, I'm scaling it back. Back to no, humble. No, you're still deep down inside. You're still arrogant yeah, about this team. Uh, yeah, but I'm not going to show it anymore. We're back back to humble. That's that's smart. Uh, all right, and that's uh, around the league. Raymond, kill the music, would you? Thank you. Uh, and now we go from around the league, and very quickly we transition to the frenzy. It's time for a frenzy. <laughs> a football frenzy. You could say that 10,000 times and it still wouldn't be enough. It fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. A football frenzy. Any team, any player, any question. All right, now. This is kind of heartbreaking. These are the final frenzies of the season. 1-800-919-3776. Football frenzy brought to you by Samwell Institute. For pain management. Anywhere you want to go. Championship weekend. The Giants. The Jets. What Thibodeau had to say. Aaron Rodgers. What receiver would you like to see for the Jets? Any question. The only prerequisite is you hop on and you do it quickly. And there's no introduction and you ask your question. And that's it. And anything but that will result in you getting kicked off the show. 1-800-919-3776. Rick, Ready? I am ready. Jeff in Howard Beach. Jeff, frenzy, go. Because Chris Greer sucks at his job, I want to hire you guys as my co-general manager. Would you nice. extend to a, for 40 or $50 million a year, nope. or would nope. you make him play on his option? Option. No Ooh. way. No. Wh- why? why? Why would I extend him now when I don't have to? Why would you extend him? Yeah. Well, I mean... Because if he, I, if he has a season like this next year, right. then what do you do? Oh, you know what? I'll cross that bridge. We, then, we, then, we then, fell then apart. You're pushing, then you're pushing 70. 70 price million? Tag's only, a price tag's only going to go up. Yeah, Come on. I'm not, I'm this, not pushing 70. This, this is what happened with Dak Prescott the first time. That the, the, They could have agreed to a number like 30, 35 I, million. They ended I up paying 40. I am not paying him now. No. I'm not doing it. You pay him? It's a slippery slope the NFL is going down with this whole, like, next guy up gets paid the most kind of deal. Do I pay him? I think it depends on what he wants. He probably wants, I don't know, $50 million? Because if he has million? a good season and stays healthy, the price tag is just going to go up. Like, and if I, you don't know now, when are you going to know? I got to be honest. I don't, I don't know that I'd ever pay him. For what reason? I just, I don't know. Something doesn't seem right. I, I don't love Tua. 
So what do you feel like the condition? Like everything has to be perfect for him to I, be. I think that they have to have home field. It's got to be above forty degrees. And they just, should have had home field. They screwed they that should, up. They, they, I mean, listen, they fell apart at the end of the season. I don't know. I just I, I, I and I I like him, and I think you can certainly win games with him. I don't know if you're getting to your ultimate goal with Tua. Well, I mean, it's a question that Mike McDaniel's going to have to ask himself. Right? Are there any limitations because we have Tua? Because otherwise, what's the other option? Therein lies the the problem, right? What what do I do at quarterback if I move on from him? And he's a good quarterback. There's no doubt about that. Right. So, as he may not, listen, there's only so many Burroughs and Mahomes and Josh Allens. Right. So, so what would you do? Would you pay him? Again, I'd have to see what he wanted. I I would have to, I mean, he didn't get hurt. The concern was could he make it through a full season? He did. And he He, was good. He made it through the season. And he got worse as the season went on. Um, and it also feels like they're big bullies. Like when they play teams that are not very good, they'll score a thousand points. And when they play better teams, they struggle. Well, they struggle. Now, listen, to, I mean, uh, their defense was also banged up, bad. I mean, you lost Phillips, you lost Chubb. Oh, you lost everybody. So Jalen Ramsey was hurt for an extended portion. Uh, Howard I think was that's, out. but I think that's an organizational thing they got to figure out. Like any time, any time we talk about teams that have the ability to win a championship, you always talk about how versatile the team is. Like they, the team can win in a bunch of different ways. And it doesn't feel like Miami's there yet. I mean, Ty- Tyreek Hill is amazing. Probably the best receiver in football. He's not a young man anymore. You're not, you're not, you're not getting five, six, seven more years from Tyreek Hill. No, but I mean, again, you run the risk. Like he's a good quarterback. Do you think right. he's going to get better? If you think he's going to, I mean, if he's, and what's the what's the better option? Who's replacing him? It's a re- honestly, I think this is a really tough offseason decision. I think you're 100 percent right. He is a good quarterback. Is he worthy of that kind of money? Is he going to stay healthy? And is he going to lead you where you want to go? These are all very important questions. All right, let's move along. Colby Asbury Park. Colby, you're on the frenzy. Do you think Bill Belichick will get a job this year? If not, where will he end up next no. year? No, no. I definitely do not think he's going to get a job this year. Unless at the last minute Washington feels like they want to hire him. I don't think it's not going to be Seattle. If he wants to go there. Well, I mean, you got new ownership. That takes right? two to tango, though, right? they got to give I mean, him you control. Have, you have the ability to to draft the quarterback that you want. I, I, it, listen, the, 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 the stars align for the Giants, but there's a lot that would have to go wrong for that to happen. I think the Hollywood ending would be he ends up with the Giants after the season. And wins the Super Bowl? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, for him, would probably be the perfect way to end his career. Could you imagine? For me, too. Well, I know for you. For me, it would be perfect. My career would end, too. I would just thank Dude, you very I, much. He, I'm, I'm done. If he has a year off, Santiago, what'd you say before the show? This would be his first year off the NFL in how Since many years? 74. 74. <laughs> Since before any of you guys so were born. 50 years. That's yeah. unbelievable. Well, I mean, he's a football lifer. West and East Hanover. West, you're on the frenzy. If you're a quarterback, would you rather have a top tight end like Brock Bowers or a top wide receiver like Marvin Harrison Jr. to throw to? Junior. Oh, the elite, the elite wide receiver, a game breaker. I love Bowers. I'd probably take. I would probably take the elite wide receiver. But I, take I mean, the elite you see, you see effect. Like, you got a chance to watch it this weekend. I mean, what Sam Laporta's been able to do. So let, let's look at this now, right? We're talking about tight ends. Laporta's awesome. Kittle's yep. awesome. Yep. Kelsey's awesome. And yep. Andrews is awesome. You think it's coincidental that all these teams have great tight ends? No. 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 I mean, look at the Belichick Super Bowl teams. Right? Gronk, awesome. When they had right. Aaron Hernandez before the whole thing went down, he was great. Right. He really was. Um, let's go to Matt in East Meadow. Matt, you're on the frenzy. Would the Jets consider Brock Bowers 
over yes. a receiver at pick ten if he's there. I think so. I think it depends on what happens in free agency. But you you got to you got to shore up the offensive line. And, and I'm not saying how you have to do it. Like I don't care if you do it in free agency or the draft. But you have to shore up the offensive line. Yeah, you have to. I mean, that's that's priority number one. I don't know if Barrett's going to be there at ten though. Uh probably it doesn't it doesn't look like it. Early speculation sees he could go five to the Chargers. Be a nice weapon for uh, for Justin Herbert, huh? Yeah, they got to figure out. The Chargers have a real salary cap situation going on right now. Let's go to Jake and Chester. Jake, frenzy, go. Will Marcus Stroud be next year's top quarterback in the NFL in terms of passing yards and passing touchdowns? <laughs> you see what he did there? Took a, I love a, it. A, a, I love our a listeners. real shot at RJ. I like the Marcus best. Stroud a lot. A real shot at RJ. Uh, passing yards, passing touchdowns. Was, you think he's being serious, or just went to get on and? No, uh, I think he's being. I think he's being serious. Uh, I mean, Stroud was right there, right there. I mean, threw for well over four thousand yards. Uh, listen, most. I, you'd be hard pressed to say he'd be most against the field, but he'll be right up there. Um, let's see. So this I mean, season, Dak's going to be up there. Mahomes is going to be up there. Burrow's going to be back. You can't. You can't say you're going to take Marcus Stroud. Uh, no, Marcus Stroud. No, no. Corey CJ, in, in Greenwich. Hi, Corey. Where will Justin Fields, Russell Wilson, and Kirk Cousins end up next year? Your prediction right now. Oh, oh. boy. So it's what, Wilson, Fields, and who? Cousins. I think Cousins stays in Minnesota. I think Cousins stays in Minnesota. I think Does I think Fields, Fields, ends, Fields ends up in Atlanta or Chicago, and then Russell Wilson ends up in Pittsburgh. The Steelers. Jose in Pennsylvania. Jose, you're on the frenzy. If Brock Purdy lights it up this week, Niners win, and Lamar Jackson lays an egg, Ravens lose, does that help Brock Purdy in the MVP race? No, the MVP's already voted on. Yeah, it's it's a regular season award. It has nothing to do with the postseason. Uh, Kenny and Merrick. Ken, you're on the frenzy. Josh Jacobs returned to the Raiders, or where does he play next year? I don't think so. The kid that filled in for him was really good. Josh Jacobs wasn't Josh Jacobs waiting in the parking lot because he thought he had the deal done and it never got done. Yeah, <laughs> and, and he ended up they, the franchise they franchised tag. him, right? Yeah. No, I don't think they're going to keep him. Uh, Raiders have some interesting decisions too. Like they have a lot of talent, but they don't have the quarterback. Uh no, I don't think Aiden O'Connell's the guy. No, I'm confident he's not. Shooter in Stanford. Shooter, you're on the frenzy. Right, let's do some gambling math. The gambling websites they give you free money. So if you bet ten dollars of the ESPN app. $10 DraftKings, $10 FanDuel. You bet $30 of your own money. You now have $480 of free money. Well, you're $30 of your own. Uh, you bet $80. You mur- murdered. Like, honestly, you, shooter, goodbye. He took the frenzy outside and murdered it is what he just did. He, oh, where was he, he going with that? He beat it repeatedly. Yeah, first, but where was first, he going with first that? First of all, he sounded like he just ran a 5K. Yeah. I kept thinking he was going to end up somewhere. I, kept, and he, and I let he, it go. He, that's he, my fault. You know, I'm going to take that's my no, fault. No, 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 no. I don't blame you, Ray. I don't blame you. That that Shooter is a P1. He's a heavy listener of the show. The fact that he tries to play games all the time, it was not great. Frenzy's not the place for games. Well, no. I don't mind games if it's leading to something. Was, where was that going? Well, it was going, I was going in circles. He's probably Right still, down the drain. He's probably still talking. Yeah. Jared in Morganville. Jared, you're on the Frenzy. Who's going to end up naked on the billboard? RJ. Wow, that was confident. I, I Listen, last week I would have said me. This week I say RJ. Your picks are locked in. 
My picks are locked in. RJ, your picks are locked in. Yeah, I'm not changing. Wow. Because I have control of the board. Right? Uh, do you have control or do I have control? Well, I went 3-0 and I'm in first place, so I would just imagine that I have control of the board. RJ, who has control of the board? So I guess it would go, in this situation, it'll go back to who had the best record the week before, right? So I that think that would not be... Me. Yeah, that would be Rick. I think, right. is, it, is that fair? I mean, Rick... Can, I guess. I Do like the Rick right is, thing, though, Rick. Do the right thing. Which is... Well, what's the right thing? You yeah, both have the, the right, right thing, thing is you have RJ lead off. But you both said... That's why I just asked. You both have your picks locked in. Locked in. But I think you have RJ lead off to really... Well, uh, do, see, it, do whatever you want. Yeah, see, I don't trust you now. Why? Because I'll, it, I'll, I'll text you my picks. Mm. Oh, what if I make you say your pick at the same time? That, then we'll just be talking over each other. Yeah, I say AFC would, Championship game, and you just yell at the team you want. Yeah, so, uh, Chiefs! <laughs> yes. Yeah, that'll be good radio. All right, <laughs> that's that's it. That's the frenzy. Raymond, football frenzy. That is, I know. That's it's the These are now dwindling. We, I mean, well, how many do we have left? You have Monday. Yeah. I don't, RJ, do we do a frenzy next Friday? Uh, how, how much do you think we can get out of the frenzy on Friday? I, I mean, it's not a football weekend next weekend. I, I can't. I don't want to have Pro Bowl frenzy? I mean, come on. No. Mm-hmm. Do they even play a Pro Bowl? So it's... so we're saying the, the final frenzy is Monday, or do we take a week no, off no, no. and then bring it back? We, we, no, we do it the Friday before Super Bowl. the Super Bowl, and then we do it the Monday after the Super Bowl, and then I think it – God, this is tough to say. I think it kind of goes into hibernation for a little bit now. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Emerson Tagoli tweets in Don't forget the German coach who sniffed his own bottom in the middle of a TV uh, appearance. Yeah, that's, that? like nervous, that's like a nervous thing he does, yeah. <laughs> that's his thing? Yeah, I think that's like his thing, yeah. Uh, Jared Booth tweets and maybe Clapton Planet can help with uh, the Jurgen Klopp. If anyone's gonna, if anyone's gonna help. And then I remember the um, the soccer coach I was thinking of, RJ. You might be familiar with him, Pep. Pep Guardiola. Yeah. Look at exactly. you, actually. Clapton Planet, he's a hero. Uh, and I got to be honest, and, and Rick, I'd like to challenge you with this because I don't. I have absolutely no idea what the Jurgen Klopp story is. Do you? Uh, no. I don't. I I like his name. Right. I yeah, I, don't I couldn't tell you anything about the story. Um. Oh, what happened? The story. He he's not gonna. He resigned from Liverpool. Oh, Liverpool. Oh, so you do remember, right, RJ? The one I just told you about. Yeah. yeah. I have no idea. I, I wasn't paying. It wasn't no paying attention. attention. Yeah. He will be. He will be stepping down from Liverpool. Oh. Yeah. See, I okay. listen, RJ. Just uh, take note of that. I listen. Yeah. You sure do. Even though um, you were three minutes over the uh, time. I well, understand. That's because of Dave. You went w- way, way over. Dave took you but, long. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm gonna hold it against you. Dave I, took I you a long you. time. Uh and we have breakfasts coming up. Um Raymond, fire it up. NFL picks. I'm gonna go with the Chiefs and lay the net and I DNR. And here we are. Three games to go, two games this weekend. Time for our picks brought to you by Samwell Institute for Pain. Management. I'm going to inflict some pain on you this weekend. All right. Where are we, RJ? Where do we stand? There's a lot to be decided, Dave. These are the most exciting two weeks we've had since we've all been together. Still to go. So, atop the rankings, dead 
even. Ray, Rick, 34, 25, 1. Great season to my both of you. Well done. Really, really tremendous job. Then there's a big, wide, Grand Canyon gap. And then you find myself and Dave. Both with 28 wins. Technically, I have some ties. So I guess that would be the tiebreaker for now. But three right. picks still to go. Wow. All right, Rick. You've um, exclaimed that you have control of the board. So yep. have at it. Well, I think I have control of the board. I didn't exclaim it. I think it's because I have control yeah. of the board. So you both won 3-0 last week. Rick and Dave. Week but before, I thought the bylaws, it's whatever team has a lower standing if they go undefeated, they get control. But that, that's, that's a very, no. it's a very long yeah. bylaw. Yeah. Uh, the, the week before, <laughs> you both went one and two. Oh, the week before that, Rick went three. No, no. I really started to separate myself towards the end of the season. You've had a nice, yeah, a nice, uh, nice finishing separation. Kick. Yeah, they've had the one and eight where it kind of it, it set them it sideways. Fell. It spiraled. All right, I'm going to save you two for last. Uh-huh. Let's start with the uh, soon-to-be birthday boy, almost 40 years old. I did, by the way. Um, I'm in trouble for this too. Mentioned February birthdays. Did not mention that uh, Milo's birthday is in February. Oh, that's great. So you're firstborn. You forgot him. <laughs> well, I only got up to February 8th. This is the end of February. Good thing oh, you yeah, got Michael right. in there. I did get well. Michael's at the beginning of February. Hey, you gotta uh, get the important ones. Yeah, you shut your mouth. Uh, Raymond, Andres, Santiago. Oh, Michael. I'm not going to spend a lot of like time you. on this. I'm very disappointed in the in the week that I had last week. That that four that minus four for Baltimore, man, that, that that's troubling because I do think Baltimore is a, a better number. team, and I and I think they are going to win. But I don't. You can't discount Patrick Mahomes and and that Chiefs team. So I think Baltimore wins. But as we've kicked around on this show, I think it's going to be a field goal game. So the Chiefs will keep it close enough. So I'll take the Chiefs to cover nice. the four. But I do not think they will win. And then we'll go to San Francisco. And listen, it's been a great run for the Lions. I respect Dan Campbell. I respect Darren Glenn. I respect all those guys. Done a great job. And and it's all for the city of Detroit, which is, as you guys know, the only city, the only blue-collar city in America that's gone through some stuff in the last couple of years. They're going to tell you all the time. Would you, would you please stop disparaging <laughs> Dan Campbell? That's not Dan Campbell. It's Detroit. Anyway, be that as it may, I've said it all season long, San Francisco's the best team in the league. They're at least still the best team in the NFC. And I think that they will cover this 7.5. So give me San Francisco minus 7.5. Wow. All right. He's taking the Chiefs and the Niners. What are you taking? Really, Santiago? All right. Um, I got to tell you this. I, I The the Joe Tooney injury kind of makes me a little bit nervous with that offensive line going up against this defense. Listen to some of what Dan Lerofsky was talking about yesterday, why this defense is so tough to play against with the simulated pressures and everything else. But... I'm just at a point where I have a hard time giving four points, not taking the four points with Patrick Mahomes. I think Baltimore wins, but I'll take the four points, so I'm going to go with the Chiefs plus four. All right. With my final pick, RJ, so you know, I love you, and I hope your team wins. Take them. Lions. Take the Lions. He's I'm going, going to take Lions. the Lions. I'll take the Lions plus the seven and a half. Wow. The underdogs for Rick. All right. Next up. Yep. Dave Rothenberg. Ugh. Oh. I don't like that you're doing this to me. Well, no, I got to prove to RJ that I love him, and I just I did something nasty, so I got to make up for I'm, it. I'm, nasty? I'm, I'm sticking with my picks, Dave. I will promise you. You promise me. Yep. All right. Well, you guys take the Chiefs. This is not your typical Chiefs team. There's still a problem. This has Ravens winning by a touchdown all over it to me. I just think that Baltimore is on a magic carpet ride. I think they move the football. Uh, their special teams are at a very high level. I love their kicker. 
Defensively, yeah, you know what? The Chiefs looked great offensively last week against Buffalo. I don't think you'll see that same offense this week against Baltimore. The home crowd, all of it. I think you're looking at like, I don't know, 27, 20, something in that range. I'll take the Ravens and I'll lay the four. And I think the Niners pummel the Lions. I'm going to be rooting for the Lions, like I told you, RJ. But I think the Niners just have too much. I think they got their bad game out of their system last week. I think they don't just win by eight or nine or ten. I think this is like a 37-17 kind of a game. I'll take the uh, Niners and lay the seven and a half. You asked me earlier in the show, hmm. if you're the Detroit Lions and you score 27 points, do you take it? And you said, yeah, you'd have to take it. And you yeah. just said it's that they were going to lose. It's all subterfuge. <laughs> all right, I do this like I told you earlier. I'm playing chess. He's playing chess. Debo Samuel practice, of give show, me the Ravens. Okay? <laughs> Debo Samuel practice, give me the Ravens, the Ravens minus the four. Oh, all right, Dave. I'm a man of my word. I will start in the NFC where I have to and will happily take the 49ers. I actually think this game could turn based on Dan Campbell's aggressiveness. He will go for a couple of fourth downs. Maybe he'll get one or two, but will give the Niners field position. And most importantly, the variable, Debo, yes, the sun will be in attendance. And that's in our favor. Debo's son's going to be there, and that, you think, makes all the difference. I think Debo's son probably will be there, but Debo and the son and his son. So they'll all be there. Great. Give me the Niners. I told you I would stick to my word, and I will, Dave. The Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, yes! Oh, no! (laughs) Getting four points. Dave, in his career, Lamar Jackson, do you know his record? When taking on a team allowing 20 or less points per game? 47 and 2. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, 6 and 6. Oh. Uh, but I was right there. Idiot. <laughs> oh, but I don't want to get yelled at for the clock again. For that reason, Dave, you and I differ. You have a chance to hop in front of me. I will this take the Chiefs. Out better. Plus four. Oh, what a treat. What a treat. And those are the picks. Those are sexy picks brought to you by Samwell Institute for Pain Management. For a pain-free life, visit samwellpain.com today. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN New York app or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.